This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. My name is Jeff Woods. I'm the vice president here at the One Thing team. It was July 1961. It was the first day of training camp for the Green Bay Packers. What was different about this training camp was the previous season, the Packers had been defeated in stunning display. They made it all the way to the NFL championship. They had a lead the entire game. And in the fourth quarter, they gave up their lead and they lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. Now think about it. These are professional athletes, extremely competitive, so close to winning the championship and to lose. This plagued each of the 38 members during the offseason. They thought about the loss, asking questions. What can we do differently over this next year? And they show up for training camp and their coach, Vince Lombardi, walks into the locker room, holds up a football and famously says, gentlemen, this is a football. One of their star receivers supposedly said, whoa, 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 coach, slow down. Obviously, it's a football. Yet why was Lombardi holding it up and starting with something so basic, so fundamental? It's because he realized that if they could get back to the basics, if they could truly understand the surprising power of mastering the fundamentals, then that one thing may make everything else easier or unnecessary. Throughout training camp, they focused on fundamentals like blocking and tackling, just investing so much time focusing on the monotonous, boring fundamentals that most teams skipped over. And that year, the Green Bay Packers went on to win the NFL championship. In fact, they ended up winning five of the next seven. And Vince Lombardi has gone down as one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. Here's why we share this with you. So many of you prior to living the one thing know what it feels like to wake up to your alarm, to check email, to show up to the office, open up your computer, check email, sit in meetings that sometimes you question if you really need to be in. You get out, find yourself asking what you should be doing. And so you end up checking email and then somebody gets stops by and asks if you got a minute and you get distracted. And then you go back to another meeting and the cycle just repeats day after day after day. And we fast forward to the end of our days thinking, wow, I was so busy, but did I get anything done? What would be possible if every day you had clarity on your priorities and you accomplished those things first? The answer is everything. That's why in this episode, we're taking you back to the surprising power of mastering the fundamentals of productivity with the 411. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch, snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. 
Again, that's factormeals.com slash O-N-E-5-0 and use code O-N-E-5-0 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. A great illustration of this is Domino's. Think of a time that you lined Domino's up. You didn't just knock each domino down individually. If you lined them up correctly, you knocked that lead domino down and the rest of them fell. Back in 2009, there was a group out of the Netherlands that broke the world record for domino falls. They lined up over 4.5 million dominoes. Each domino represents a small amount of potential energy. The more you line up, the greater the potential energy you can accumulate. The leader of this group, by lining the dominoes up correctly, by simply knocking down one little two-inch domino, ended up unleashing more than 94,000 joules of energy. That's as much energy as it would take an average size male to drop and do 545 push-ups. Think about it. That one thing, the flick of a finger, could end up unleashing as much energy as it would take an average size male to drop and do 545 push-ups. The path to getting everything you want starts by getting one thing at a time. If you want to live a big life, you have to think big and go small by trusting the domino effect. That way, when you knock down that one thing, it automatically gets you back up to knock down the next. The challenge is, life doesn't line your dominoes up and say, here's where you begin. Highly successful people know this, which is why every day they line their dominoes up anew and they whack away at that lead domino until it falls. We have a model for this. We've taught it to thousands of you over the past few years through our individual trainings like Living Your One Thing and our corporate training programs. That tool is called the 411. If you don't know what a 411 is, it stands for the relevant information or truth. Like, hey, what's the 411 on that? It also stands for four weeks, one month, one year. This is a powerful tool that we teach that gives you absolute clarity on your priorities so that you can begin to act in order of priority. If you would like to see what this looks like, go to theonething.com. You can click on the free stuff page and download it there. You will also see a brand new training on the training page, which is called Your 411. This is a course that will walk you through how you can begin to do a weekly 411 with yourself, how to hold weekly 411s with your teams, and the coaching questions you ask when you hold 411s. It is very, very worth it. You should check it out today by going to theonething.com slash training. In this episode, we're going to teach you the high-level basics of the 411. Because if there was one thing you did this year when it came to living the one thing, if it was that you started doing a weekly 411, even if it's just with yourself, we truly believe that would make everything else in your life easier or unnecessary. In the one thing, I remember reading the quote, if doing the most important thing is the most important thing, why would you do anything else? In Gary's office, he has a piece of paper that says, until my number one priority is done, everything else is a distraction. One of my first meetings with Gary, he said to me, don't even think about priority number two or priority number three until you've earned the right to by mastering number one. As I look back over my last three years, getting to work with Gary Keller and Jay Papazan, these breadcrumbs were consistently left. It always came down to what mattered most, the one thing. 
challenge for so many of us is we're not always clear on what that is, especially if you work in a, a larger organization where priorities are always changing from the leadership and you've got so much on your plate and then you've got other people that are coming up and asking for help and you want to be a team player. We get it. We see it all the time. Yet in the midst of all that chaos, in spite of feeling like you are just struggling to keep your head above water, there is a simple way for you to have clarity on what matters most at any moment. And it is the 411. Let's walk you through what it is. This is a very simple tool. It allows you to have clarity on both your personal and your professional priorities. The reason this is important is because think about a time you ever left a job. You left because one day you woke up and you realized you couldn't have everything you wanted by being inside the world of that organization. And quite often when people leave, it's because there's something that's missing in their personal life that they're hoping gets fulfilled in their professional career. If you want to live a life by design, if you want to live an extraordinary life, you have to have a sense of what you want personally and professionally. And to be able to not just cast goals around it so that they're on a pretty PowerPoint sitting on your wall, but so that you can actually have a relationship with them, understanding what are the specific, measurable, time-bound actions that you can take this year, this month, this week to absolutely be appropriate in the moment and on track for your goals. That's why we look at both the personal and the professional. And we start by asking the question, what are our priorities for this year? Our priorities are driven by our goals. When we look at what we want to accomplish, we ask the question, great, what are the actions, the priorities we can do that would lead to us achieving what we want to achieve? And this is not a laundry list. These are the 20% priorities that will generate 80% of your results. Oftentimes when people first come into Living Your One Thing, our membership community, all driven and based around the 411, we see people want to use this as a, a to-do list. They want to write the 20 things they want to accomplish in both their personal and their professional life. And they wonder why they feel like they're not making the progress they want to be making. It's because they're dividing their focus and they're treating everything like it matters equally. But Pareto's principle, the 80-20 rule, 80% 80 of your results will come from just 20% of your activities. The majority of your results will come from the minority of what you focus on and do. This allows you to get clear on what is that 20%. What are the three to five things that you're really going to focus on in your professional world this year, in your personal world this year? Now, you might be saying, Jeff, what about everything else? We'll get to that. But this when you do this and acknowledge that, hey, we're just putting the things that matter most in this tool, in this framework, then it forces you to be confronted with what matters most rather than to see everything that needs to get done and to feel overwhelmed. So we start with the professional priorities and personal priorities for the year. And once you have a sense of what those are, you then get to ask the question, what priorities would I have to accomplish this month to be on track for my year? And once you get that clarity, you then get to ask the question, what are the things I can accomplish this week to be on track for my month? There is tremendous power in goal setting to the now, which is what we call when you begin with the end in mind and work backwards. 
Because all of a sudden, when you know what you're focusing on this year, and that illuminates the handful of things that you're focusing on this month, which illuminates the handful of things that should be on your planner this week, all of a sudden, you are very clear what a priority is from a distraction. And then anytime that you get out of a meeting and subconsciously you find yourself asking, what should I be doing right now? Instead of reaching for your phone and checking your email, which is truly checking everyone else's priorities, you just reach and you grab your 411. You go to the weekly section and you look at the priority that has a number one next to it. And until your number one priority is done, everything else is a distraction. When your boss comes up to you and says, hey, I need help with something. All you have to do is look at your 411 and say, my one thing right now is blank. I'm hearing that you need help with blank. Which is more important? I will tell you nine times out of 10, they are not telling you to stop what you are doing and to do what they're asking. They're simply moving something off of their plate and onto yours. This just provides you with a framework to say, hey, if they're moving something on your plate, please help me prioritize so that I can act in order of priority, so that I can do more of what matters most. This also begins to establish a language of respect. Kaylin, our content strategist, said the one thing is the ultimate language of respect which made so much sense because when you acknowledge that you have at any moment one thing that makes everything else easier or unnecessary and that someone else does have their one thing, if you're asking them for support, you're acknowledging the fact that your one thing may not be their one thing. And how do you go about understanding what their one thing is? And based on that, where you fall on the priority list, what that time frame looks like for them to support you in that. And you can negotiate around that versus just saying, I need you to do this now. You're acknowledging and respecting the fact that, hey, you want them to act in order of priority as well. This sounds so simple. And it is. It's surprisingly simple. And yet, we see that it's seldomly done. We know that there are people who will start to do a 411, they'll fill it out once, which FYI, if you've never done it before, this will challenge you mentally. If you go through that 411 training that we mentioned on the training page on the onething.com, it's going to be surprisingly simple, but you're going to find yourself asking the question, okay, what are the handful of priorities I'm going to accomplish this year? You're naturally going to want to write the to-do list, but we're going to challenge you to think differently. We're going to challenge you to write your priorities in a very specific way so that you're not just highlighting the result you're looking for. You're clear on the specific actions that will drive your results because our brains, we don't think in terms of results. We don't get out of a meeting and say, what result am I achieving right now? We ask, what should I be doing? Activities, actions are the language of our thoughts. Yet when we write our goals, when we write our priorities, we think in terms of results. That'll be a shift for a lot of you. Beginning to understand, are your priorities in order of priority? Meaning, if we looked at your 411 and if we went to the monthly section and saw the number one priority in your personal life, would it truly be the one thing that would make everything else easier or unnecessary? If you could only do one thing in your personal life that month, would that be the one thing? This is a depth of thinking that most people are not used to. And we want you to know that it may take a little bit of time to get used to this. Kind of like a rocket ship taking off. Do you know what percent of a rocket's fuel is used in the first two minutes of flight? 70%. 70% of a rocket's entire fuel source is consumed 
and used in the first two minutes of flight because it takes that much effort and energy to overcome gravity. But as it gets further and further up, it becomes easier and easier. Your journey to developing the habit of priority with the 411 is going to be very much the same. And so we'll ask you the question, what's the one thing you can do such that by doing it would make using a 411 easier or unnecessary? I remember my very first 66-day challenge. I knew I wanted to establish the habit of priority because if I, if I could truly be the type of person that thought in order of priority, it would allow me to act in order of priority. And if I truly acted in order of priority, everything in my world would become possible. And the one thing I could do that would make thinking in order of priority easier or unnecessary was I wanted to check my 411 before I checked my email. I wanted to simply look at my priorities before I opened my inbox and saw everyone else's. And there's no judgment in that, but that, that is what my inbox reflected. Does yours? You fast forward roughly 66 days, I stopped naturally opening my email and just started grabbing my 411. And if it wasn't filled out, what do you think I was more likely to do? That's right. I was more likely to fill it out. And if I was in the, doing something that actually wasn't my one thing in that moment as specified on my 411, what do you think I was more likely to do? That's right. I was more likely to stop focusing on the distraction and actually focus on the one thing that mattered most in that moment. All of a sudden, it was like seeing color for the first time not realizing that my entire career, I had been living in black and white, just reacting to all the things that were urgent and not that important. I started to have clarity on what really mattered. I started moving the ball on those things first and I started getting more done in less time with less stress. Sounds surprisingly simple. And yet every day, transparently, I've also failed. I've never had a day that I acted perfectly in order of priority. It's never happened. And the reason we share this with you is because as you go on this journey, if you choose to be the type of person who at this point in the year says, you know what, it's time to go back to the fundamentals. It's time that I embrace the surprising power of mastering the fundamentals of productivity and the 411. You're going to fail every day. And it's not about being perfect because perfection just gets in the way of what's possible for us. The question is, what's your baseline today? What is your baseline today when it comes to acting in order of priority? And how do you do just a little bit better tomorrow? And if you don't move the needle the way that you want to, great. What's one thing you can do better the next day and the next day and the next day over time? It's one thing at a time over time that leads to extraordinary results. The challenge is when you start doing a weekly 411, you will be succeeding so slowly, it'll feel like you're failing. We'll say that again. You will be succeeding so slowly, you will feel like you're failing. You will be doing the right activity. 
having a time block to plan every single week, updating your 411 so you have clarity on your priorities, time blocking those priorities so that your planner in your digital calendar actually reflects your priorities. You're going to feel like, yeah, I did it. And even though you did succeed, you will not see the results immediately. And it will start to feel like the world is not always on your side. Because just because you have clarity on your priorities doesn't mean the world stops spinning. Doesn't mean that everyone else understands this language of priority. Doesn't mean they think in order of priority. Because most people just react all day. And you will literally feel, it's almost like a submarine that goes underwater. The deeper it goes, the more the pressure just mounts, where you just want to pop your head up and just deal with all the 80% stuff that's piling up. It's one of the thieves of productivity, the fear of chaos. Gary says, it's people's lack of creativity or inability to deal with the chaos that stops them from achieving extraordinary results. Because when you have clarity on your priorities and you start acting in order of priority, folks, chaos is gonna show up. The question is, how can you mentally prepare for that? And... If we're moving from E to P, if we're identifying a model, a way to be purposeful about dealing with the chaos, at what time of day can you batch your email? At what time of day can you have blocked for you to deal with all the urgent things that just keep popping up? Think big, go small. It would be a mistake to stop listening to this episode, to start doing a 411, to have every single priority blocked every single day, to have email time blocks, to have time blocks for the chaos, to have the entire day blocked. Because what matters most is that you feel like you got to win. The focusing question of the one thing is not, what's everything you need to do such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary? It's what's the one thing you can do such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary. For you, maybe time blocking is too much to start with. Could you check your 411 before you check your email though? Could you have a 10-minute time block to simply just move the ball on priority number one first. Not to say you even got it done, but just to focus on taking action on it before you earned the right to do anything else. Can you start there? Because if you can prove to yourself that you really can follow through on that one thing until it becomes a habit, what do you think happens? It leads to you doing the next and the next. And it's that one thing at a time, over time, that will lead to your extraordinary results. Folks, getting what you want out of life is not about doing more. It's about doing more of what matters most. It is a fundamental. Everything does not matter equally. There are a handful of things that you can do at any moment that will create the majority of your results. The question is, can you have a framework, a model, so that you are always clear on what those priorities are, so that they are listed in order of priority, so that your planner and your digital calendar can match your priorities? If you would like to take action on this, if you'd like to get started doing this, go to theonething.com. Click on free stuff. You can download the 411 there. If you would like a very comprehensive training on how to begin implementing this for yourself, for your team, how to hold weekly 411s, then visit the training page and check out the Your 411 course. It is very affordable and will just blow you away 
This is the thing that when we go into corporations, this is what we teach. And you can learn it right now by visiting theonething.com slash training. In the upcoming episodes of The One Thing Podcast, you are going to hear stories of other people, how they use the 411 and what has become possible in their life. Because we really believe that this is the most powerful tool that we can offer you. Thank you so much for investing your time in this. If you are new to The One Thing Podcast, please click that subscribe button so all future episodes will be downloaded to your device. And if this has helped you, who are five people that you think really need to hear this? Who are five people that if you all started doing a 411 together, you could form your own little accountability group over the next 66 days? Think about it. Could you update your 411 once a week for the next 66 days? That's 10 weeks. <laughs> We'd love to hear if you do it. Who knows? Maybe we'll have you on the show. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>